1: Real noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
0: This is IGN. King Kong meets Johnny Quest in a Netflix series without any original ideas. This is your IGN review of Skull Island. Skull Island, Netflix's animated sequel to Kong's Skull Island, tries to expand on the film's pulp roots by splicing in elements of Hanna-Barbera's classic kiddie adventure franchise Johnny Quest, with decidedly underwhelming results. Characters weren't the film's strong suit, and even with more time for development, the series' band of castaways still lack personality. That makes it hard to care about their fates as they face threats recycled from John Goodman and Brie Larson's 2017 encounter with a titan, to use the vernacular of legendary pictures and Warner Bros. MonsterVerse. Skull Island follows Charlie, Nicholas Cantu, a dull teenage boy archetype eager to go to college so he won't have to keep tagging along with his dad, Cap, Benjamin Bratt, on his fruitless cryptid hunting excursions. Cantu's performance recalls Jack DeSena's Ahsoka in Avatar The Last Airbender, but the writing isn't good enough to make Charlie funny, beyond the one-note shtick of a guy exacerbated by all of the weird stuff going on around him. Cap, meanwhile, has the exact same motivation as Goodman's character in Kong, Skull Island, with both dedicating their lives to finding answers after encountering an unknown creature. But Brat's flat delivery is no match for Goodman's easy charm. He does, however, do a good job with the show's thin exposition, explaining the hollow earth theory that drives 2021's Kong vs. Godzilla, the most recent MonsterVerse feature, as no lava, only monsters. Rounding out the crew is Mike, Darren Barnett, who has no real defining traits beyond being Charlie's buddy, and feral teen Annie, Mae Whitman, who spent a decade living on a different monster-infested island. She survived with the help of her loyal companion, an enormous, spiky, canine-like creature named Dog, a riff on Johnny Quest's bandit that changes a largely useless animal companion into the hero's most valuable asset, As Annie repeatedly explains, the Beast is not a pet, and Charlie's awkward attempts to work with a giant creature who is largely indifferent to his survival delivers some of the show's funnier moments. Annie is by far the most entertaining character on the show, delivering deadpan and often ominous dialogue about the group's circumstances. A fierce combatant with little knowledge of the world at large, she's another echo of Avatar within Skull Island, in this case, the Legend of Korra's introduction to its titular protagonist. It's admirable that Skull Island seems to have taken inspiration from one of the greatest works of action animation, but it lacks the character development that made Avatar's big fights and quiet moments feel so meaningful. When a map purchased from a GI who survived Kong's Skull Island leads Cap and his crew to Kong's home turf, they're attacked by a giant squid and left stranded along with a heavily armed expedition led by Irene, Betty Gilpin, an ultra-wealthy botanist with a deeply personal agenda. The glow in Mrs. Davis star brings some depth to Irene, particularly when she's matter-of-factly menacing, but the character is sunk by poor dialogue and a lack of a compelling sparring partner and brat. Creature design is the show's strongest suit, but most of the ideas are taken straight from Kong Skull Island. There's a skull crawler, another tree that turns out to be covered with small monsters, and a bamboo spider in place of the giant stick bug. Even the giant squid-like creature that serves as the show's main antagonist is a repeat of Kong's calamari snack in the film. The beasts are well animated and the battles feature some entertaining surprises like Charlie's failed attempts at fighting with a sword. Skull Island spends too much time trying and failing to make its human characters compelling at the expense of its creatures and while expendable characters dying violently in the maws of giant monsters fits perfectly with the film's Vietnam movie tropes, it clashes fiercely with the show's Saturday morning cartoon vibe. It's a disappointing addition to the monsterverse with too much padding getting in the way of the big fight everyone actually wants to see. Skull Island tries to fuse Kong Skull Island with Johnny Quest, but dull performances, weak writing, and retreads of fights from the film blunt the pulpy action, It just doesn't feel worth spending eight episodes with thin characters to get to the inevitable conclusion. Thanks for listening. My name is Tony Jackson, and for the latest updates on Skull Island and more, visit us at IGN.com.
1: Spoken layer.
0: Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast.